Four Midwest Guys presents... Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Do you expect me to talk? No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. Here's Johnny. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Good morning, Vietnam! I am the father. 2017 Film Expectations. So let it be written. So let it be done. Welcome back to Four Midwest Guys 2017 Expectations. This is our part two. The first one ran a little long, so we kind of divided it in half. So we're going to be picking back up with Baywatch on May 26th, which has its kind of reboot of the old TV show with two unlikely prospective lifeguards uh, compete for jobs alongside um yeah read that description huh (laughs) yeah read that description yeah (laughs) so yeah it's uh it has the rock and who else in it zach Zach efron zach efron okay eye candy and some more yeah that's about all i'm expecting from this movie is eye candy that's pretty much all i was expected i gotta be honest like i'm not i don't think this is uh this is marketed to me yeah well you know what's funny is that it's it's like a um almost like a spoof on the TV show, because like they Kinda. make a they make a joke about it, yeah, like the running this, slow thing. This, this sounds like a this sounds like based off a bad TV show, yeah. or you know, does, does well, she, does the, she uh, always look like she's running in slow mo? Yeah, right. You see that too? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We what does this have to do with, with being a lifeguard? <laughs> we were in lifeguard pursuit. <laughs> yeah. That's not it's even like, a what thing. What do you mean, you people? You don't get to say that. <laughs> Other than the girl with the big boob, blonde with big boobs, that's about all I care about here. Well, that's so. pretty much all anyone cared about in the original show, too. Mm-hmm. Kind of, <laughs> is, was there another reason people watched that show? Like, No. It didn't seem like it really had much to it, outside of just... Running in a, slow motion and bouncing. That's yeah. about it. Yeah. I don't know. So does anyone actually want to see this? No. No. Eh, not really? Not really. Okay. Well, moving on. Uh, we have Wonder Woman on June 2nd, which is the origin story taking place during World War One. Um, and this is going to be DC's third, like, installment in their, like, universe <laughs> yeah, sort of thing. Universe. Unless you count Man of Steel, right? Well, oh, yeah, I guess I we are know. including Man of Steel I guess, since yeah, that Man is. Steel so, yeah, it'd be the fourth. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of excited for this one. I think this this is going to be their first decent movie. I think it's possible. Their first good one? Which I think one comes out before this one? What were the other three? Those Suicide Squad. Oh, Suicide uh, Squad. Oh, yeah. Squad. Batman v Superman. I wasn't really counting and, that one because it didn't really... Yeah. It still kind of takes place in the yeah. same universe since it has, like... Batman, yeah. Bat, whatever. Depressio. <laughs> Is yeah. that what we're calling that Batman? Uh, that's pretty I've, much what I'm calling the whole series. From what I've seen from the trailers, this one looks like it's going to be decent. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward so. to it. Yeah. I uh, hope so. It, it could be good. Yeah, I mean... I'm excited to see it. I hope it does well. I hope it sticks with the mythos of Wonder Woman is actually entertaining. It's a little varied off, because I don't think the other ones actually have her... Like origin story taking place during World War One, so that's kind of an interesting little change. Yeah, to that's kind of cool. I like that, uh, and it does kind of make it similar to kind of the Captain America sort of thing in certain regards as well. Oh, yeah, doing the whole like the original. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Back in the day, uh, the first then you had that real emphasis yeah. on her shield <laughs> instead, of the first, instead of the first soldier, it's the <laughs> the first Avenger. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but I don't know. Like a lot of the problems with the previous two DC films have really just been on the editing table and kind of. Yeah. DC or WB kind of being kind of reactionary and 
you know, skittish with their films. It, that, so, yeah. That, I mean, a lot of this could be really good, and then just, like, post-production, just an edit, they just kind of chop it up. If there's one thing I'm going to be worried about is it seems like there's been a, at least from the other reports and news reports we're getting, that there seems to be some sort of a shake-up at WB. So my only thing I'd be worried about is them maybe already screwing with a finished mm. product. Yeah. You know, I mean, to realign with whatever new storylines they're going uh, with. Because they're rewriting Flash... <laughs> The Batman movie seems to be in yeah, they, shambles. Yeah, they lost, like, the director. Well, yeah. Who's Affleck, the star of Affleck the film. Yeah. stepping down. That, you know, there there's counter, there's information, disinformation on the Batman going back and forth, you know. You yeah. know, he's, Affleck was asked if he was happy. He said he wasn't. He didn't like the script. <laughs> and now, all of a sudden, he loves the script, of course, and that's probably mm. just polish. But, well, um, I mean, we saw that kind of following Batman vs. Superman. We've seen that following, you know... Right. Suicide Squad as well. It, it just, like it's, I, you're just curious, like which side of this is being reactionary, which side is getting you know freaked out. Well, even Leto got was pissed off because they they cut so much of the Joker. Yeah, that's good though. I well, like well, yeah. he was, he was thing, pissed but... off because like when they approached him, they said he had a bigger role, mm. and they filmed so much more that it was probably like half a movie's worth. Right. So yeah. if they so they essentially lied to their cast. Right. So if they go, they take this approach though with resh- they decide to start reshooting. <clears throat> well, it's too late for reshoots, but if they start cutting <laughs> stuff out of this movie, yeah. it could be. Well, bad. I mean, if you look at Batman vs Superman, that was clearly a large part of that. They tried to fit two films in that film. Oh yeah, absolutely. It should have been uh, Batman v Superman and then Dawn of Justice. There should have been those should have been two. Yeah, separate you, you got to like build up to Doomsday. You don't just throw him in as an Act Three. Well, you're that, oh, or like wow. if you're not going to do the death of Superman like right out the gate. Right. I mean, unless you count Man of Steel, which you kind of can, but I'm not sure if that's where you want to throw that in. But I don't know. Like if badly handled, if we see this being kind of poorly edited in the same way we've seen the last two films, like. Do you think DC needs to like sign another agreement with either Fox or Sony or like try to transition away from WB? If if they continue in this direction that the way that they've been handling movies like all their like tentpole franchises and everything, it's something has to be done because if you think about it, from Batman v Superman, we have very little build up to Justice League because mm. we have Suicide Squad, then Wonder Woman, and it just goes straight into Justice League. Yeah, and which then we'll we're cover that later. Like some of the other films like Flash. Yeah, we're not going to get on. that until later. So it's like we we are not even getting any chance to you know have these characters endearing to us at all. Yeah, it's really trying to go with the you know tear down the door model of like trying to introduce everyone it's trying so hard to not be marvel that Mm. it's just becoming more of a harm i don't know like it's just one of those things like it if you look at the animated films all of them do really good none of them are necessarily shared universes necessarily except for the killing joke Eh, it had its (laughs) moments but it wasn't the greatest animated one but at the same time like all those do actually really good films for the most part Mm-hmm. And if you look at the live action ones, it's really just a lot of you. You lose a lot on the editing floor. You lose a lot in how they're approaching it. I mean, at what point do you say like you want to try like a different direction with it? Maybe just hand the 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 writers from the animated movies over to the the, the live action ones. Possibly, I wouldn't mind that. All right, uh, so. moving on to June ninth, we have the Mummy coming out, which isn't actually. A remake of the Scorpion King sort of mummy, but actually the Universal Studio classic mummy franchise or classic technically, movie monster. Technically, didn't they already try to do that with the Brendan Fraser one from '99? No, no, that's the that's uh, still... Scorpion King one. That is, I don't think that's technically a 
Mummy remake, is it? No, no, that no. was. Was it? That was. Oh, okay. Yeah, I wasn't aware of Mummy. those Universal. It was de- yeah, there was definitely like one of their trying to revitalize their Universal monsters in 99. Okay, because that's essentially the pr- plan here, as far as I know, is that they're going to try to redo the entire Universal monster cast with... Well, well, like, tra- Creature of the Black Lagoon and, like, have that all in the same universe. Yeah, they're yeah. trying they, to time they, together. They tried that already with the Wolfman back in, like, 2010. I actually like that movie. Which, it was not bad, yeah. No. With the mummy? And no, it didn't. They didn't they time tied together. together. No, they didn't yeah. time together. Yeah, that's but what they, they, they want to do, They've been though. trying they, to they, do that. They saw what Marvel's done and what DC's yeah. done. They want to do that with their... All their... All their Dracula. With Dracula, Frankenstein, everybody, yeah. I don't know. I think... If you ever seen like Monster Squad back in the day, it kind of had like the entire like group in there in that film, and uh, I don't know. I think there's like ways that's you can do how that. to do it right. <laughs> I, I like that film personally. Yeah, that's, that's a great. Like, movie. I think like you can Super kind of campy, reboot yeah. that, and you can kind of do the Marvel big universe thing, and I think it can be kind of interesting. And to be honest, outside of like the Mummy and Wolfman, you really haven't seen a lot of the old classic like Universal monster things really redone that I, well. I, I it's think not I, like Spider Man where it's done like every three years. Well, we've seen a lot of like failed Frankenstein movies come out lately. Well, you know, it's funny. Uh, well, you know, what's funny is I really, I really thought they were going to try to do that with Van Helsing. Yeah, like I really yeah. thought that they could yeah, make Van Helsing. Yeah, they were going to try. With yeah, that. I, I thought they really could have made Van Helsing like the center and. Mm. Battle, Battle Dracula, Battle Frankenstein, or whatever, yeah. and made it like but, just have it a Van Helsing. But again, that, that, uh-huh. that was actually from the guy that did the remake of the Mummy. Yeah. So it was, I don't know. It just this just seems like something they've been trying to do for like the last twenty years. Yeah. So are we at a point where we can actually kind of keep going with like having like a full reboot franchise sort of thing with the Universal monsters? You know, it's. It almost seems like it's got to be something like the way that DC and Marvel are handling their franchises. Almost, oh, yeah. like you have like, to have like that same writing. You have team to have like every, a large part of yeah, it. you have to have like every single one of these monsters on a slate to get remade. I mean, mm. like the uh, like the early '90s actually had a really good attempt at it with Bram Stoker's Dracula with mm. uh, Gary Oldman and Winona Ryder. Then you had Mary Shelley's Frankenstein come out two years later, the Kenneth Branagh one with Robert De Niro. Yeah, that would have been a really good. That was a really good Frankenstein. That would have been a great start into revitalizing yeah, the Universal monsters. Had they monsters. wanted to do that from the get go, they really could have. That would have been a good start for it. Yeah, but it just seems, you know, maybe the thing they need to do is like just send it over to like more visionary directors that love the source material and mm. want to find a way to give it a new. Well, I'm sure there's a lot of directors that really would love like have a chance of like rebooting those old kind of horror franchises like because by modern standards they might be a little you know tacky or like a little outdated but they're kind of a cool franchise in its own right yeah um though with this one we do have princess amantet in the mummy character instead of like i guess what was it in the original just like uh, amen ra sort of thing um, yeah something like that mm-hmm. Imhotep. 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 yeah it was yeah. Right. so they're kind of changing out the gender on that a little bit and that actually seems like kind of a cool character design in the trailer, so that might be kind of interesting. I did like her eyes, you know, double eye. The four-eye four thing, yeah. That, yeah. Was, that was kind of neat. I don't know. I think my biggest concern with the film going forward is just the casting of Tom Cruise. Like, you just yeah. see him just screaming. I Just screaming, barreling it through air. I don't know. We'll see. He Mission, always... Mission Impossible meets the monster movies? Yeah. yeah. Like, that seems like a weird way to go with it. And I, it kind of does. I mean, as much as I love Tom Cruise, like I like every time I see him in something, it kind of surprises me all the time. Yeah, I I wonder how the surprise on this one's gonna play out if it does, because he doesn't really attach himself to like really awful movies. I don't know. Like his films can be kind of hit or miss, really. 
We'll see. Um, I mean, he surprised me with the Mission Impossible course that's all he's been doing lately. But still. Yeah. Oh, and Jack Reacher was good. Yeah, Jack either. Reacher was good too, yeah. So. I heard the second one sucked. Yeah, except for, yeah, except for the second one. I haven't seen the second one yet. So. I haven't seen either. So. Alright, so on to Cars 3, which comes out June 16th. And this is kind of another car movie that I don't know how it's lasted this long. Like, uh, I, I get kids, kids like, like it. it, but... Kids like, like it. This the one, thing is, like, this is the worst Pixar film, and they've made the most sequels of it. They're I, the two worst Pixar films. I think they're... Well, no, they had Cars, Cars 2, Planes, and I think also no, pl- Planes pl- pl- Planes was Disney. Is Planes Disney? It's not Pixar. Really? Yeah. It's the same premise. It's, it's essentially the same thing, yeah, anthropomorphic vehicles. Okay. I thought that was the same company. No, no, it's not. The, I mean, well, right, in the all, sense that they're Disney, yes, yeah. but no, they're all like, kind of shit. But yeah, Cars and Cars Two, Cars, I, Cars One was decent. I mean, it wasn't great, but it wasn't. It was horrible. an interesting idea. In if they go back to that kind of storytelling with Cars Three, like they did in Cars One, I, I'd be satisfied with it. Cars Two sucked ass, but Ugh. but that was strictly for kids. I mean, it was you know. Though so I have to be too. honest, I do like the trailer they've set out for Cars 3, just because you see, like, the main dude just crash. And you're like, yes, you finally killed him. You know this what? This is I, what I've always well, wanted I, out of I, the I what they're going for. They're going I, for that dark, or not dark, but drama, more drama Right. Based. You know yeah. if If they really yeah, want to really appeal to the audience, that should have been Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been Mayor, like, flipping over and burning out, and then just everyone be like, we have to see this movie. Mater's, Mater's <laughs> fine as a side character. He just should never have been made the main character like he wasn't. And that's why he two. should have been like flamed out and died in the <laughs> third one. <laughs> All right. So, did anyone go see this or take your kids to see it or anything? I'm, like I'm sure Gabby will want to see it. I'm. I have no no doubt I'll be taking her at um, some point. I'm sure. Right, so. I'm enjoying the fact that my daughter's like liking Ratatouille and the Incredibles so much. I'm just gonna like keep her in that Pixar universe for now. Okay, just ignore the cars thing. No, ever there's happens. there's no cars. There's yeah, no right. car thing. Just play with your hot wheels. Good luck. You're fine. Good luck with that with Disney marketing. Yeah, I'm about. trying. Yeah. Doing what I can. Yeah. Alright, so after that we have June twenty third, Transformers right. The Last Night. I hate this. Which is Don't tease us, it's not the last. Oh no, it's not. <laughs> it is like it's, it's like the Friday the thirteenth, the final chapter. Which one is this up to six? Seven? This is five. Five. Like, uh, I don't know. I haven't really watched these after the second one, so I don't know if this has gotten better as a series or no. if it's just getting worse and worse. It, it consistently gets worse. It, I don't know. I like the last one wasn't horrible. My my thing is, and and it's just because I watched the cartoon series, and I I'm probably in the minority, but I actually take like what they established in the cartoon series is actually halfway decent storytelling in some shape and form until they get into the headmaster crap but um so in the fact that they took all that great mythos that they created in the cartoon and they did nothing with it or they shit on it like they did with the matrix um yeah i, I that's all that, spark yeah that that's bullshit too that that Here's the Matrix of whatever. Here, all, here's Robot Heaven. Yeah, the, the All Spark. The All Spark. I could kind of Transformers Nine. All Spark. I'm okay Heaven. with. Oh, I was okay with the All Spark. I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. But the what they did with the Matrix and two, just I, I said, I'm done. I, I forget it. You just haven't seen it since either. Fuck you, Bay. And I just joined the rest of the everybody else and said, fuck. It. I mean, they're they're action packed. They're yeah, you can eat a lot of popcorn to it. But that's if you like things that move really really quickly and you don't know what the hell's going on 
at first and exactly uh, the front for action it's, it's it's no it's it's basically yeah. junkyard vomit for two and a half hours with you know stone you know, occasional stone. I don't know. Wasn't there that thing where like people will, like watch Transformers one through three? Yeah, and the they're exactly time? the same fucking movie. <laughs> I wonder if that applies if you continue with four. Probably in this one. Yeah, I don't it, think it does because Shia Buff isn't in it. Oh, it doesn't matter. Like they they prove like the same plot points are yeah. all the same. I know. Does Wahlberg make it better? Actually, kind of mm. did made it a little better. <laughs> this leads to change of pace. Yeah, it was he was a little better when it wasn't just that whiny, whiny kid from the first ones. Okay. All right. Well, moving on to June thirtieth, we have Despicable Me three, <laughs> which has Gru facing off against Balthazar Brat, who's voiced voiced by Matt Stone from uh, Trey Parker. Oh, is it it's Trey, Trey Parker? Parker? Oh, my bad. Okay. From, that alone uh, is what made me excited to see this. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, the Minions movie kind of sucked. That yes. was awful. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Minions movie was awful. You never make a lead story about side characters, ever. But, well, I mean, you can, but just, they did it so poorly. But Minions aside, I've enjoyed the Despicable Me 1 and 2. I've enjoyed oh, yeah. that Both story. Both of those I really enjoyed. Yeah. They're cute. And yeah, they're cute. They're fun. Just the minions was bad. I just, you yeah. can take your kids to it and not have to, you know, mm. just sit back, relax, and you can occasionally laugh. It's, it's Yeah, but I think there's something funny about having Trey Parker Tra- yeah, like, exactly. voice the villain and just be like this 80s retro-inspired, just <laughs> obsessed sort of character. But you know, it's clearly like self-making fun of itself a bit. He's yeah. got like the little bald spot in the back. and Like when I when I first started watching the trailer for this, I was like, oh God, another one of these. Oh, I know. I mean, you have but so then it many said, Trey Parker as his voice and I just and like you can clearly I tell instantly him <laughs> there's parts in the trailer where it's like he's clearly doing his Michael Jackson impersonation <laughs> while he's moonwalking as the character yeah. I don't know I, I'm kind of excited yeah. to see it it looks yeah. kind of funny alright so going on to July 7th we have Spider-Man Homecoming which has Sony and Marvel's Spider-Man mm. reboot yep uh, this will be a big test we'll see uh, if Civil War pans over into the Sony universe with Marvel now helping out. I, high expectations. Uh, I don't know if that's a good thing or not. But yeah. How well will Hot, Hot Aunt May go over? Uh, <laughs> so far, I'm fine with it. <laughs> it's well, much it's, be- better than old wrinkly There's May, the so. uh, joke about how you have Spider-Man universe being more mm. or less Benjamin Button. Like, he just keeps getting younger keeps and younger, younger every and boot. She keeps getting younger. and Yeah. But by the next reboot, he's going to be a baby and she's going to be like, Aunt May's going to be 12 years old. Yeah. It's going to be something along those lines. But I don't know, like, if this does well, can we kind of expect, like, Fox to kind of follow suit and try to, like, reintroduce the characters back into the Marvel Universe? Uh, that they no. were smart. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Fox will. They're just, they're they're holding out so tightly. Well, I understand they're doing all right with, like, the um, X-Men films, but... <laughs> they're making money with those, I... But I, it's not like Fantastic Four is well, doing but anything. Like, Deadpool is... Yeah. yeah, that's their shining <laughs> Dead, star. Deadpool yeah. is now their shining star. They don't have to worry too much right now. Mm, Brian, what do you point. think? I know you're a big Spider-Man fan. What I mean, mean, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, but it's one of those like I really enjoyed the last Spider-Man that came out, and it's like, why do we keep rebooting every time you kind of get vested in a character? It reboots. Yeah, because yeah. I, I liked Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. I really it was did. Okay. Yeah, but it was great. I actually really hated the sequel. The Spider-Man, well, Amazing Spider-Man yeah, 2. But that's actually, not his fault, though. Actually, I thought it was really good, especially there at the end when Gwen, you know, goes... I really thought that was going to be the introduction of Spider-Gwen. Yeah. <laughs> like he was going to, you know, diffuse some oh, of yeah. his blood into her. There's definitely ways they could have gone that made yeah. that interesting, but just, I hated Jamie Foxx as, 
like well, that was, that was <laughs> as like electric fanboy. Yeah, because <laughs> he, he's like he's like I'm all blue and then I'm rematerialized. Look at my outfit. Yeah. <laughs> like where'd the outfit come from? What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, like that, and I feel like it was going down the same route of like, let's just introduce as many villains as possible in a Spider-Man film. Yeah. It'll make it work. We, we've seen that happen before. It doesn't work out. Yeah, like just focus on one or two. You'll be fine. Right. So I don't know. I think it could be good. It'll be interesting to see how it works. Clearly, they're having Spider-Man set up for to being in the uh, Infinity Stone or like the yeah. Infinity War sort mm-hmm. of thing. My biggest thing is, you know, everyone's always. You know, the big controversy is casting Zendaya as Mary Jane. My my thing with that is, who is she? Like, I mean... The character at, at, or the actress? The actress. I mean, at least with the other Mary Janes we've had before. Like, Kirsten Dunst had some acting cred behind mm-hmm. her before she was cast. Emma Stone definitely had some acting cred behind her before she was cast. Zendaya is a... Disney princess at this point. I mean, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. So why was she on a Disney show? Oh, yeah, that's she, pretty much all she is. She was on uh, Shake It Up Chicago, and she was on Shake It Up something or other, mm. and she was on um, some kind of spy show. Okay, Caitlin yeah. watched a bunch of them. That's why why so, I knew who it was, and I'm like, really? Yeah. Like it's, it's, out of the out of the, and it, what's really funny is like out of the ones that were on that show. Mm-hmm. I really thought when they said they cast a Disney person from Shake It Up Chicago yeah. to be, I didn't think her. I thought the other girl. Okay. I don't know, but don't most like Disney actresses and actors kind of do that one film like after they're leaving the Disney world where it's just like, look, I can do some other stuff, or it's like I'm going to try to go as far away from the Disney stuff as possible. No, they they just basically do like the Miley Cyrus or Britney Spears or Christina Aguilera routes. It's just. Look at me, I'm mature, here's my chest, or whatever. Yeah. Hey, Britney Spears, is all good. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Oops. that's... I did it again. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> all right. Uh, so, moving on to War of the Planet of the Apes, coming out July 14th. has Caesar and the Apes embroiled in a war against an army of humans. <laughs> and this will be the third yep, Planet yep. of the Apes third. film since this yep. has been rebooted. Mm-hmm. Yep, and I've liked both of them so far. Oh hell yeah, I've loved them. I've heard good things. I haven't caught any. They're oh, you need to. Damn, they're, they're so good. Yeah. They're really good. Yeah, especially the first one. Yeah, the first, first one was amazing. First one was really amazing. The second one, like the action scenes in that movie, yeah. are so phenomenal, and it's some of the best visual effects out there right now. Because if you talk to like any like visual effects artist out there, they'll say what is the most difficult thing to animate, and that's hair. Mm-hmm. And you don't just have one major character that is very convincing you have about seven or eight yeah like major ape roles that are v- like very prominent so a lot of time goes into each a individual lot scene of time them. is going through each and every individual scene of this and it is it, it definitely shows it's brilliant it's wonderful to look at the action scenes are amazing it's one of the best franchises out there yeah uh-huh. it is really good i can't wait for this one okay. so uh, do you think this is going to live the... up to the sequel or former yeah. ones yep it's, it, it, like just from looking from the trailer, this one looks like it has a lot of action because it's like obviously war. Yeah, it's mm. the war. Yeah, so I mean, this is there's looks like there's gonna be a lot of action, and that's what the last one really emphasized on was the action scenes. Not mm. I mean, not so much the story of it, but the action. Like the first one was basically all story. Yeah, yeah. But it was really, really good. And not to give the second one like any like demerits or anything, the story was still really good in the second one too. I mean, just. 
I don't know. I, I guess I'm still spoiled by the crap that they put out in the 90s. Have you never seen this? I haven't watched any of them yet. The and, and that's oh the reason why God. I have oh. oh, my God. You guys really need to watch this. you got to watch I, this, man. There's, there was some in the 90s? Yeah, it what? was horrible. The 90, the What was it? The planet When they did Planet of the Apes? Oh, the Tim Burton one? Yeah. That was garbage. It was horrible. There was a Tim Burton Planet of the Apes? Yeah, yeah. That, that's how he met his wife. Helena Bonham Carter. He saw her ape makeup and said, I love you. I remember seeing, yeah, and I remember we watched, we we, we even went to the cheap seats to see it, and it was just... You overpaid. Yeah, we did. You you guys really need to watch these. Yeah, no, these movies... Really good. Yeah. Like, are just... They actually rival the original that Rod Serling wrote. Really? Do you think, like, actually with this one, you actually have a chance of... Eventually I think it, surpassing the original series, I, or possibly, yeah. I yeah. mean, because like with the original Planet of the Apes series, the first one was the best, and the other ones were just kind of okay or pretty good. Mm. This is one that the series seems to consistently get better. Rock right on. I mean, this that could sounds... be like you know watching like this could be the Born Ultimatum of the series, where it's like the third is the best. Yeah, we've had a couple trilogy films where that's actually been the case, so that'd be cool. Alright, so moving on to Dunkirk in July 21st, <laughs> yes. a war film directed by Christopher Nolan has allied soldiers from Britain, Belgium, Canada, and France are surrounded by a German army on the beaches of Dunkirk. Yep. And the trailer for this looks fucking amazing. As a person who doesn't normally dig war films, this looks fucking amazing. I'm excited for this as I was for Saving Private Ryan, and I have those same kind of expectations attached to this one. Uh, this This looks amazing to me. I... Yeah, it's a great story in history too because you know they're late, the British are literally being kicked out of Europe by the Axis powers, and they're literally surrounded, and they have to use whatever means necessary to try to get them back to England to regroup. Essentially, it's a it's a pretty bleak story for a summer film. I'll say that <laughs> it is. Yeah, I mean, but it's I, I'm look I'm very much looking forward to this. It, yeah, this is I'm in the minority. I, I care less. You really yeah, there, yeah. in this? No. There are like when I said like there are five movies I said like if I had to like pick like the five like babysitter films, like I have to get a babysitter to see this. Yeah. This is one of my five. Oh yeah. Because the other one was Guardians of the Galaxy Two, the other one's Dunkirk because it's it's Christopher Nolan. You know? Yeah. The yeah. guy has consistently been phenomenal mm-hmm. with everything he's made and one of the most recent movies I've seen, uh, Atonement, with James McAvoy and uh, Keira Knightley, there's a scene in that film that's set in Dunkirk. And it's one of the most you know, hauntingly beautiful scenes in a film. It's like a four-and-a-half-minute unbroken Steadicam shot that basically shows like the aftermath of essentially the British Army losing. Yeah, literally. Spoiler they're- alert. Well, literally, well, it's not in the, history. So. The Germans, it's in history. <laughs> yeah, the Germans are literally pushing them into the ocean. Literally, yeah, I and mean, it's, it's that bad. So um, when I when I heard that Nolan was making the movie that was essentially about that war, I went, and it's coming out during the summer. Oh man, this is going to be dark, and well, it's yeah, going to have but, like all these One Direction girls like falling all over the main characters. Like, if he kills him off in this movie, I'm going to want to be there to see them. At the <laughs> see, same like, the time, heartbreak though, like, in their eyes. With all the things coming out, like. Why wouldn't you go for, like, the occasional dark flick? Like, yeah. out of everything we have on here, like... It's great counter-programming. Yeah, like, you just have so much content out there. There's stuff coming out all year round. Like, if you're going to do a big film and you just want to go with whatever th- 
way if you want to direct it now. Like, there's so much other stuff out there. Like, you can find a niche audience, clearly. Well, it's definitely a great counter to all the comic book movies and every and that sort of genre movie. Oh, yeah. Really, it's, it's the 180. It's the reality check, if you will. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. really shows kind of when the more desperate times of humanity and like it's, oh yeah it's the height of the third reich i mean evil is literally winning yeah you know? but yeah so <laughs> All right. so moving on to something different we have uh valerian in a city of a thousand planets coming out july 21st the same uh, weekend as our bleak war film yeah uh <laughs> yeah, and this is based off an old like 1960s french comic called valerian laureline uh and supposedly this is actually inspiration for a lot of other sci-fi films that have come out since like it's been an inspiration for like fifth element just which, a lot of stuff like in the back in the Jupiter day ascending. yeah which the, well <laughs> which been. this trailer does have that feel it could be either or it could be well, fifth element or it could be jupiter's ending well because it says sure. it's from the same director too of the fifth element yeah. so right so which i love the fifth element. i do too it's one it's 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 also it's kind of become a cult classic over the years too yeah to be it definitely honest. is by yeah. this point it's got a devoted fan base behind it yeah, yeah. it's just a fun multi multi-pass yeah <laughs> like i'm not really expecting this to be like a huge hit this year but i feel like this actually could if it does well be in the same category where it could eventually be like its own form of like a cult classic unless it becomes like ender's game yeah, or it could be like Ender's Game, which <laughs> which wasn't a was, bad movie. It's not a bad movie, no, but it's just it's just marketing stuff like that to an audience that's like not familiar with the franchise. It's really hard. Which yeah. actually, I never would have watched it if they weren't doing Force Awakens. I just wanted to see Han or Harrison Ford in a space <laughs> role again, just to see what he'd be like in Force Awakens. <laughs> You know, that's the only reason I even watched the thing. Hugo, but it was really good. Hugo yeah. blasts aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Precisely. I don't know, but personally, I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be hopefully a good film. I mean, it could go either way. Uh, so after that, we have The Dark Tower, which is based off a Stephen King like graphic novel series. Mm-hmm. One that I'm actually not that familiar with, to be honest. Even though I've heard it's had like great reviews and like it's a well loved series, but I, I've read been it. working on this forever. Yes, yeah. several years. Yeah. Like I remember since like the late '90s, they were trying to get it made. Really? Oh it's yeah, been that long? it's been that long. Of course, you know, that was the thing in the 90s was making Stephen King films. Well, like, yeah. Everybody wanted to make a Stephen King film in the 90s. Well, that was late 80s into early mid-90s, right? Oh, no. So, like, straight through the 90s. Really? Yeah. Because, uh, what was it? The Green Mile came out in 99. Oh, that's right. That's that right. is a Stephen King. King. I forgot about that. I would have been okay with this one not coming out. I'm just, I'm not... Not thrilled about it. We watched the trailer, and I was like, eh. Well, the trailer, well, the trailer we is like an it? unfinished trailer, yeah. too. No, but so. even still, like, just... I, it's kind of like a western. Yeah, like, like I never read, I never thing. read the, never never read the books or anything, but just it just doesn't seem like. Hit. I don't know. It seems like it could be an interesting, like alternative fantasy series. It's just not knowing the material. I can't really comment too heavily. I, I, I feel looks, like I have to go back and read it again just to. Yeah, I, I don't know. We'll see. I, it's, I've never, I haven't read anything. All I saw was the unfinished trailer, but it. it if it's Stephen King, it's got potential. I mean, that's about the only yeah, thing I can say. I think to answer your question, I think the last Stephen King movie that kind of like killed it for everyone was Dreamcatcher. I don't even remember that one. It had the shit weasels. Shit weasels. <laughs> yeah, no, no, feel free. No, what, what is what is the shit weasel? Oh God, where to begin? But I think that's for another podcast. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Well, moving on to another Stephen King source, we have Jesus. the reboot of it on September eighth. 
Which is either an adaptation of the novel or a remake of the adaptation. Um, the TV series. Yeah. yeah. If it's an adaptation of the, sh- of the book, there's going to be a lot of underage sex in this film. Well, yeah, you can't do the preteen gangbang at the end of the film. No, one, no one's going to let that fucking pass. <laughs> no, they won't. That, so book wrong, I rem- technically that, is- that book I remember reading yeah. when I was in school. There's an argument to be made that that's actually I what it is that. referring to. <laughs> and it's not the clown. That's actually the scene that is the title <laughs> is formed on. But, yeah, no one no one wants to have that in theaters. I don't think that's going <laughs> to no. work. It's This is going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Because as goofy as the original miniseries was and I'm sorry for everybody that thinks it's scary it's still very goofy no, there's a is. lot of people that's got a cult following that oh, mini TV series well yeah but it. then you also have like Tim Curry playing Pennywise the Clown and like Tim Curry's just hilarious yeah that. Tim Curry does a great fucking role as it like it's one of the better parts of that series yeah cause you just hammed it up and had a lot of fun with it right. <laughs> but like what is it? they have one of the scars guards playing the yeah. new Pennywise the Clown, and just, like, they give him this giant forehead, and it looks kind of weird and out there, and <laughs> I, I am not really thinking this is going to be a good reboot, to be honest. No, no, I, I don't see this reboot working very well. All right. Uh, so, moving on, we have Blade Runner 2049 coming mm-hmm. out on October 6th, and it's a sequel to Blade Runner. Uh <laughs> Harrison no. Ford back on the sequel train again. <laughs> yeah. What if he gets killed off in this one? I hope not. That would suck. <laughs> Just every well, movie Ford yeah. does from now yeah, on, he dies. He, dies. You know, yeah. that, that was another he takes Sean Bean's alert. title as the most killed man in film. That's the other thing, too, is I think... Was it, we were talking about this like we just, when we just watched the trailer again. I was sitting there thinking, like, wait a minute. Okay, in the original Blade Runner, which was set like 30 years before this one, they, they said that the replicants basically had... Was it a four, three or four year lifespan mm. in the movie? But by the end of the original movie, like the big question was, is is Harrison Ford's character a replicant? And then a couple years ago, Ridley Scott actually came out and said, yes, Deckard is a replicant. So if this is taking place like 30 years after the original, did the replicant suddenly get a long lifespan all of a sudden? I mean... No, I think you're just ruining the spoiler, which is it's not the original Deckard. Okay. Okay, so you have no I'm, reason to invest in the plot. I, I, I'm interested to see. He just keeps remaking himself over and over and over again, reactivating. Yeah. Hmm. Just every three years, he gets a new body. Just switches his mind into it, and he just makes himself older every time. <laughs> makes makes sense. I mean, because that's what the whole thing with the original is about. I mean, and that that makes me interested because I want to kind of see where it goes. Because the whole thing was kind of a play on you know man rejecting god and you know science rejecting god and right. it's a really interesting movie i never watched it but i've heard good things jesus really yeah i've never watched blade runner revoke your sci-fi cred right now <laughs> i have very little cred in anything <laughs> it's okay it's okay up until two years ago i never seen it either <laughs> but you've seen it though oh yeah i did see it like i said i don't really have credits in anything so it, it's all good <laughs> All right. Anything else we want to add on this? No. All right. So October 6th, we have Kingsman Golden Circle, a sequel to <laughs> Kingsman film that came out a few years ago, this time with the cast heading to the U.S. equivalent of the Kingsman after the Kingsman's um, main office is destroyed. Um, and I'm actually looking forward to seeing this one. Like, after, I wasn't expecting to like the last Kingsman film, but after going into it, 
it's actually an amazingly good film, even though the villain clearly wins. And it never addresses the fact the villain clearly wins. <laughs> I didn't like the last one. I <laughs> loved Kingsman. I went yeah, into I it. I, didn't, I, don't, yeah, I mean, I, mean I, I just didn't get into it. I don't know why. Uh, yeah, I like. I love the action scenes. Like, like that charge fight scene. <laughs> the ch- oh my god! That the where he, they scene take over the his mind and yeah, yeah, and it's and like Colin. Fr- I never thought I'd hear the phrase like Colin Firth badass moments in that movie. I was like. Oh, this is it's such a well awesome. done scene. Yeah, he slaughters it is everybody. perfect, and it's a one take too, so it's even more amazingly choreographed. Even though you do I mean, have like that one dude just railing around a chair in the air at one point, <laughs> like you just if you like rewatch it enough, you see that dude in the background. He's like not doing anything. But that's just fine. I mean, that, that, that's up there with like the extras from Birdman and the one take on that one too. But. Yeah. No, no. I mean, I loved Kingsman. I watch it again. It's so much damn fun. And I mean, it had such cool villains. Like you have Samuel L. <laughs> Sam Jackson's Jackson character as a guy with a lisp that hates blood. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have like his assistant who had just has like those like fake blade legs that are <laughs> oh yeah gazelle awesome. yeah. <laughs> Which really was just an amazingly cool, you know, henchman yeah. character. And in the end, was it? Obama's head blows up. Yeah. <laughs> I just laughed my ass off when I saw that scene. I'm sure there's a lot of people that really enjoy that scene. Just I'm play sure that scene there on is, repeat. But yeah. Uh, all right. So going on, we have <laughs> Thor Ragnarok coming out November 3rd. Yay. Which will be, what is this, the second Marvel film this year or third? Uh, I think third. Because we Cause, have yeah. Guardians. We have Guardians, we have Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. yeah, that'd be third. And then yeah. this will be the third. Well, okay. if you count Spider-Man, yeah. It's a yeah. Sony thing, but still. Yeah. Well, well, it's well, in well, Sony slash Marvel. Collaboration, right. so. Right. So we have Thor apparently imprisoned on another world without his hammer. Uh, must not live a gladiatorial duel against Hulk in order to return to Asgard and stop the villainous Hela. Of course, that's coming from the Wikipedia article of it. We know Doctor Strange is in it as well. Supposedly, if you go to the... Uh, end credits of Doctor Strange where Thor is looking for Odin so it might have like kind of a lot going on in it and as we get closer to uh, Infinity War like it'll be interesting to see how it transitions into that just as uh, I believe just as Captain America has set up the last two Avengers this movie will set up uh, the Infinity this will bring it uh, to uh, fruition fruition as it were all right, you're not so. expecting like the Black Panther film to kind of set that up. Too not much. really. No, I think Black have, Panther's kind of off on his own. Do you have Black Panther before the next uh, Infinity War? Or? Yeah, he hmm. think he should be out either this year or next year, I believe. It's, uh, 2018, I believe. Nice. Right. So it should be shooting sometime this year. It's already started. Yeah, it just started. Yeah, they've already started. Because I know they did the yeah. casting of it. Yeah. So it's. I don't know. Like I wasn't horribly impressed with the last Thor film, but it seemed interesting, and it had its moments. The so. Dark World? Yeah. It was alright. This yeah, one, I think it was kind of basic. I think this one's will actually be better, mm-hmm. especially you're going to have the Hulk in it, and you're going to have the Hulk with armor on it. That, that, that yeah, alone I makes mean... it better than the second one. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was kind of disappointed that the Hulk wasn't in the Dark World. No, the last Civil War. Oh, in Civil, Civil War. War. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I like that video they did, what, what uh, Thor and Hulk were doing. Yeah. <laughs> That's... Yeah, he just <laughs> punches him. <laughs> Well, no, there's like a whole video where, go like, over that. with like Thor like rooming up with some guy. He's got like an office temp job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Hulk's like you know getting a call like text from Captain America. He's like, oh, stuff's bad. I was like, oh, can I get the phone? I was like, oh, wait. He's like, oh, do you want to talk to? Oh no, you don't want to talk to. Okay. 
Nice. <laughs> it was yeah. It was, yeah, it, was uh, it was Thor and Dave or something like that. Yeah, Thor and Dave. Thor and Dave. <laughs> nice. but, but yeah, I think this would be a really good movie. I think this. Yeah, this would be. This might be the best in the Thor series, and I thought I re- I've enjoyed them. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean they've been a good introductory series. I'm not sure if it's the highlight of Marvel's universe, but they've been you know steady. Yeah, I gotta say, like the uh, if I had to pick a bottom of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it probably would be the two Thor films. I mean, I just I'm not that interested in them. They just mm. don't leave that much of an impression on me. This one might be the best of the three, but for me, that's not that high of a bar to set for it. Yeah, <laughs> what's funny is every time I hear Thor. Mm. Only thing I can think of is Avengers and babysitting. Are you? <laughs> oh yeah, and the the um, the, kid. Me- the mechanic. Yeah, the mechanic yeah. who was the, his name was Thor, and the kid was all like obsessed with Thor, and he had the ball cap, but he had blonde, the long blonde hair. Yeah. I keep thinking of the one guy from the Mystery Science Theater episode, Zombie Nightmare. His name's like John Micklethor. <laughs> his band Thorkestra did the music. It's funny because every time I hear Thor, I think of. Uh, the third Aladdin movie, and they go, are you Thor? Well, it hurts. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Aaron? What do you, what do you think about when you hear about Thor? Yeah. I actually don't really think of anything outside of this, just because okay. I associate that with, you know, the actual Norse mythology model, even though uh, this is okay. a bit different take. Yeah. Yeah. There was a, um, like, Australian or New Zealand show that had, like, the Norse gods, like, reincarnated as human people and I found that version of Thor pretty amusing occasionally I think of that just because it's just this dude out on a farm he has a normal hammer and just throws it really fucking hard and that's just that's funny. never comes back or anything he has to actually go off and fucking chase it nice uh, but yeah it's it was an amusing show <laughs> alright so moving on to Justice League November 17th we have the events of Batman vs. Superman, of Wonder Woman, and Batman forming the Justice League, or I guess just a group to defend Earth from Steppenwolf and the Parademons, that I supposedly, I don't know, is this expanded on in Batman vs. Superman where... Um, in the extended cut, there. In the extended he's in, cut. He's in the, you, Steppenwolf's in the extended cut. Okay, because like, I know like the, you see the... Um, it was like the clip for it was released a day or two after it first came out, but... I wasn't quite sure if that's actually included in it or not. Yeah, it's it's there. You see him, he's like a, the big devil-looking dude. Yeah. yeah. Is he actually, like, intimidating at all, or...? No, he doesn't say anything. He just... <laughs> he's, he's just, just there. there, and then he's gone. Oh, okay. It's just, like, a real brief cameo. That's oh, okay. put it. So it's like Thanos, if he came, like, after the first film? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, yeah. it's... it's Except it's in the movie instead of being a after credit scene, I think. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. But, yeah. So does anyone actually remember the character Steppenwolf from the comics? Didn't you write Born to be Wild or something? <laughs> <laughs> That's the band. Yeah. That's the band. <laughs> but that, they're basing their title off a Herman Hess novel. Um, and I'm not sure if that's the same origin for the Steppenwolf of DC Universe. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like For as much DC Cinematic Universe, or not, as much like DC villain like mythology and everything, it's... It's a weird character. It's to a use. weird character to make for your Justice League film. You yeah, know? like don't worry, like it's a character that's kind of below Apocalypse for not Apocalypse, but um, well, it was all of the Dark Side. Dark, Dark Side. It was all yeah. the followers. So you got like that one, and then you got Granny. Uh, good Side. Granny Good Side. Or Granny Goodness, or whatever. And then the, there was one other. There was it was like his adopted more. son. 
Yeah, there was a couple. There was like a couple more from the cartoon series. Yeah, yeah. And I like, never oh, okay. remember Steppenwolf. But me neither. I don't remember Steppenwolf either. But I remember like there were the, the parademons. Yeah, I remember yeah. the two like adopted sons that were like you know traded off between planets. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I that's mean, a very cool storyline. That would have been kind of fun for Justice League, but I'm mm-hmm. like Steppenwolf. Yeah. Really? Yeah, you had uh, what was it? The High Father, and then you, then Dark Side was the devil, essentially. Yeah. I yeah. mean, if Nature you're gonna, I mean, if since we've got like the Supergirl TV series, I think Granny Goodness would be a great villain to introduce there. Actually, that would be, to be honest, like it'd be a very good character to introduce. Because yeah. you have like will. all the, the the female Furies or like like the, her main villains in the show, which that'd have been perfect. <laughs> yeah, actually, would be really cool. I'm not expecting them to do it, but mm. we could hope. All right, so, Brian, you want to take the next one? <laughs> yeah, so on December 15th, uh, 2017, unless you've been living under what a rock. What is it? What is rock, it, Brian? It is the premiere of Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi uh, will uh, premiere. Um, obviously, you, I'm most excited for this, duh. Do you um, think we're going to do any podcasts on that? Uh, <laughs> I think there might be a few. Um <laughs> Can we do like? Can we mention the we unofficial theme song for this movie? Because it's a pretty cool theme song. Theme song. You don't remember it? it? The Last Jedi. Who eats other Jedi? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, the Rian Johnson song. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, it was uh, tweeted out by the actual director for the film. Yeah, yeah it's Ryan made Johnson. by the lead singer of the Mountain Goats. It's kind of cool. <laughs> it's yeah, great. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> the director on, trolling his own fans. That's great. But, I'm yeah. just saying, you normally love the music for Star Wars. I do. <laughs> And but they yeah, included the, the film. It's going to be so fucking. But fun. no, this is uh, this is the one I've been waiting for. So uh, this we finally get Luke Skywalker and a lot of Luke Skywalker and how I'm much Luke Skywalker? That. The end of it, possibly. This is the last Jedi. We'll see. Just like Tom Cruise was the last Some, samurai. We'll, yeah. <laughs> we'll finally, hopefully, we'll find out who's Ray's parents are. Hopefully, we'll find out who Snoke is. So the internet will stop with their thousand and one theories. And Snoke is well, Ray's father. <laughs> you may have just cracked it. No, I, I, so we have oh another. god, and I'm being a smartass right now. If that <laughs> turns out to be true, I'm Snoke is Ray's father, and everybody's like, "Not my Snoke." <laughs> <laughs> Get ready, but yeah, it's it's obvious it's going to be uh, it's the it's the second one in the new trilogy, which is usually the darkest. That's where everybody expects Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, but um, I think this is also kind of the film that Disney really needs to be careful about because yeah. Sure. Generally, with the last one, you kind of give some of the facts that it had so much overlap with the previous well, films yeah. as an homage sort of thing. You so, kind of yeah, give you, it. If you overlap and if you do too much homage on this one, it's yeah, you really, really can't justify doing it. This, you, this one, the last one, it was a reintroduction. You can justify yeah. it. This one, you have to go dark. You have to go. This one, that, no, you like, have to go original. This, yeah, this yeah. one, this you one, you can't original. follow the same as Empire. Well, no, it can't be Empire Strikes Back all over again. But you have to go. Like, it doesn't have to be a complete retelling of the same story. You can't be like the way Force Awakens was essentially a new hope. Yeah, but, you know, in all honesty, it was everybody who bitched about the prequels. You got what you wanted in Force Awakens. Oh, I like the Force Awakens. I I do. I'm just saying, like, I feel like that's fine for a reintroduction of the series, but I don't feel like you can do that going forward. No, no, you're not going to see a rehash of Empire Strikes Back. And it's if we're fine. being honest, Ray's a bit of a Mary Sue character who's a little yeah. overpowered from the get-go. She's kind of boring. If you don't justify that, 
it really you, does just come across like bullshit storytelling. I think yeah. I think you'll you'll get the justification. And she needs all. to lose something, like lose a fight or lose, you know, make a bad decision. Well, you better justify like why that makes sense narratively in the it first all, film. It all comes down to her her backstory, and you're gonna get that, and you're gonna figure a lot of other. Th- a lot of other things are going to be revealed. Frankly, I don't care so much what? about her backstory as I care what she does from here on out as a character. Here's yeah, here's the key. You have to balance it. Here's the key. The key is if they're smart about it, it will leave you with more. It will answer the questions you want answered, but it will also leave you asking more questions than you went in with. So mm-hmm. we've created so. Lost in Star Wars. Well, <laughs> no. Lost in space. Lost no, in space. No, <laughs> no but... I feel like that's been done before. But people... <laughs> People are we need wanna, bad CGI monkeys and you're gonna you want, know, the guy from Friends. Look, in all honesty, Jedi is a rehash of the first Star Wars, and but it's only good because Empire was fantastic. I mm. mean, so you, yeah, this is the the glue that holds the whole this whole trilogy together. So. Mm. And yeah. don't get me wrong, like I understand Disney wanted to come out of the bat. It wanted to prove it understood the material. It wanted yeah. to show it understood the fans what they wanted. And I, yeah, I but think this especially is, after the prequels, you needed that kind of sense oh yeah, of familiarity. like I. I actually think Seven is probably one of the better films of the Star Wars universe, if not actually the better one. I, yeah, or the I, best one. I love the idea of using Finn, who's a you know. I, I love that idea of having a stormtrooper also, be a main character. Finn, you know? Finn and Poe are probably like yeah. Uh, of, of, I mean, trust me, my two and a half year old like every time it's on has to keep watching it, so I keep picking up on these things. Yeah, Ray gets more boring, but Finn and Poe get more interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of hoping they make Captain Phasma more interesting if they actually yeah. show her in this one. I hope so. She was such yeah. an underutilized character well, in the last film. They marketed yeah. her so much. Yeah, I'm, that, I mean, that like, was the if there was a you, letdown of Episode Seven. It why was would that. you cast someone like Gwendolyn Christie and just have her do like a Nothing, background role? Yeah. Well, it would have the whole thing would have been better if she had been the storm trap trooper she that was, battled uh, Finn at the TR eight R. Yeah, <laughs> traitor. Yep. <laughs> if she was the TR eight R stormtrooper, you yeah. fix everything. Yes, but. But anyway, so but yeah, yeah, absolutely. So yes, December seventh or December fifteenth is marked on my calendar, and the <laughs> countdown is on. All right, fair enough. Um, after that, I think this might be the last one we have on the list because as we kind of go later in the year, we have less and less information about the movies going forward. So we have Jumanji coming for December twenty second, which is a remake of no, no, it's, it's it's not a remake. That's actually what I found out in the summary there. It's like it's apparently it's a new adventure with uh, four teenagers that get sucked into the world. Oh, so you get to see the world. You get to see the world of Jumanji. So it's kind of like a continuation Reverse. of the game. Yeah. Okay. So, so it's just not a characters. Yeah. Well, sequel then. So yeah, sequel. Okay. Um, I can live with that. I was going to say. And this is another Dwayne Johnson film, which. Some of them are, are kind of good, and there's other ones where you're just like, yeah, I, I can kind of miss that. Like, well, they watch. And apparently, like, what this is, is, like, each of the four teenagers playing it are, like, sucked into an archetype. Mm. And then, like, apparently Dwayne Johnson's, like, the jock character or whatever. Oh, okay. So I'm like, I, if, if they do this well, I can kind of get behind that. Because when Dwayne Johnson gets funny... He yeah, can get really damn funny in yeah, a movie. I mean, he seems like a very personable, nice guy. So, I mean, he definitely has a personality that shows. And it could go well, or... I don't know, it's just one of those things, like, before I want to see it, like, I kind of want to see more of the trailers, kind of yeah. see where it's going. Like, 
it, it really could go either way in terms of like being either an okay remake or just a really shitty movie. Because as uh, Angenbauer's worst of 2016 has proven, a trailer can make all the difference in the world for a film. Yeah, <laughs> it can, and uh, I think it's coming out at a, a bad time. It's going up against Star Wars and... Um, honestly, I'm... Yeah, it's going to be really hard for it not to just get drowned out by that. Yeah, I think it, it you know, so even if it's good, i probably wait to get it on Blu-ray. So. Yeah. Alright, so since we pretty much covered all, you know, a lot of the main films, we skipped over a lot of the smaller ones, but these are kind of the ones we have kind of information or aware of now. Let's just go through, you know, kind of having expectations, bets on kind of how we think this year's going to go. So, what do you think is going to be... The most profitable, critically viewed, or your own personal favorite? Or, I guess in this case, let's go with most profitable. God, Star Wars. Last like, Jedi, yeah. It's yeah. Gonna, it's going to be Star Wars, easily. Yeah, I was going to say, it's going to be like, Star Wars or Guardians. Because the last two I know, films... Do you think Guardians has a chance of doing better? You know what? Yeah. Actually, yeah, I kind of yeah. do. Because when uh, Force Awakens came out, I mean, that's like sitting at, what, $960, $970 million right it's now? It's ever a billion. Worldwide. I mean, domestically, at least. Uh, domestically, yeah, it's... 900 some million last yeah. time I looked. But then uh, right now, Rogue One is kind of tapering off at 530 million. Mm-hmm. So I think kind of like the urgency of seeing a Star Wars film is kind of dying off a little bit. So Possibly, it could, it, but it, that's it's still a, a spin off film. And yeah, I think it the is saga a films are going to yeah. be better. So, I mean, but it depends on, like, how well it does. I mean, because even, like, the second Avengers, when it came out, the first mm. Avengers was, like, over $600 million, yeah. whereas the second Avengers was, like, in the 450s range. So, I mean, the uh, immediacy of seeing a film, like, when you that, and that's the problem with doing tentpole films like this once every year, or two or three every year, is that... Like, just it, the... Uh, need to see it really yeah, diminishes. Yeah, the urgency really diminishes. So there's always another one next year just catch up before then. Right. So yeah. I, I I think it's going to be kind of a but I mean you could also yeah, fall it's into the be Game a of Thrones between. category where it's like that's the thing everyone's talking about for like 3 weeks, 4 weeks, 5 weeks. At some point you want to see it be part of that conversation, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. that kind of fear of missing out thing. Yeah. Um, but it's yeah. I mean, the fa- tr- trust me, the fan base is going to go see it. But yeah, I think it's yeah, it's definitely going to come down to like Last Jedi versus Guardians of the Galaxy two. Yeah. yeah. So how do you I, think like foreign markets are going to impact that? Because I mean, we have uh, seen China being kind of a bigger and bigger player in terms of like the actual which is like box office numbers. Which is funny because Chinese the Chinese market. I mean, it's funny. It's like the Star Wars films actually kind of don't have that big of a fan base there yet because if you've seen like how they've played in china they're not playing as strongly as like the other blockbusters Mm, just because it doesn't have that classical ingrained in the culture sort of feel to uh, it kind of yeah um i think and this is another strange thing about chinese marketing if there's anything involving the supernatural Mm. they kind of ban it Really? Oh, yeah. Like, they do not show any kind of supernatural movies there. So I think... I wonder if they kept Star Wars away from the fan base for so long because of, like, the Force ghosts and everything. Mm -hmm. So it could have been banned for that reason. So who who knows? Okay. Uh, In terms of, like, critical reviews, like, is there anyone you think (laughs) is going to do what pretty much La La Land did this year and just... Sweep house in terms of just being. Yeah, I, I think film. I think the Logan musical at the end of 2017 is going to be like the, <laughs> the Logan musical. Uh, you know, Hugh Jackman's a big guy on Broadway. Is that the um, Hugh Barnum one? Possibly, yeah. The like greatest the, uh, show, Bar- the greatest yeah, showman the, on uh, earth. Yeah. Barnum Bailey's one. Yeah. 
celebrate the uh, circus ending this year, I guess. Possibly, yeah. I mean, playing the playing the critic game is is a lot more a lot more like risky waters than it is playing the audience game. The audience games, I mean, lately we've seen well, we've seen a lot of series. Yeah, so. franchises. They're simple. They're easy to. Oh, yeah. I mean, with the know, critical reviews, there's just gonna be like a small yeah. film that can kind of come out of nowhere and oh, yeah. kind of like, take it away. Yeah, like the best reviewed films this year are like Moonlight and Manchester by the Sea. And if you ask like anybody in the mainstream, they're like, "The fuck is that?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I've heard of them, but I haven't gotten around to seeing exactly, any of them. Exactly. Yeah, which Manchester by the Sea is not as great as I th- was made out to be. Yeah. Well, but anyway, so yeah, it's going to happen. Crit- critic games are always hard to gauge. All right. Anyone else have any idea of that? No. no. All right, so what do you think? Expect to be your own personal favorite going forward. Well, we all know mm. mine's the Last Jedi, but that's pretty <laughs> self-explanatory. If I had to pick another one, um, I think uh, I'm going to go with Thor on the as a personal favorite. I think that's fair enough. I think I'm probably going to lean towards Guardians as the sequel. Yep, it's not a bad. Pick. Either that or Colossus. That could go awesome or Colossal. <laughs> Colossal. Yeah, yeah, mine's mine's actually Kong Skull Island. There you go. That would be fun. I really, yeah. as long as it, if it's up to the same par as the last one, yeah, I'm really gonna like it. Because mm-hmm. the other ones, I think it's because I think the other ones I know I'm gonna like. I like I know I'm gonna like Last Jedi. I know I'm gonna like Guardians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Right. So I think I'm gonna go with Kong Skull Island for me. Yeah, it looks like it could be a really good film. You have an idea of which is gonna be your personal favorite? Uh, I I have no idea. I've had I've had sequels come out that have always disappointed me and. Or they, or I've had like something new come out that's always like exceeded my expectation. If the franchises hold up, um, I'm gonna say it's gonna be between Kingsman and Blade Runner. Okay. Because if Dallas Villeneuve, the guy that directed Arrival, which as we saw from like the last episode I did, Arrival's my favorite movie of last year. He's done Sicario. He's done Prisoners. I mean, he's a great director. And if he applies that kind of mindset with like a visual eye to Blade Runner, I'm going to be sold. It's going to be great. And if Kingsman is a fraction of the fun that the original was, I'm going to be sold on that one, too. All right. All right. So what film do you think might catch the audience by surprise? Like, Like a smaller film, not necessarily Guardians of the Galaxy or Star Wars, but like just one of the smaller films that might exceed your expectations going forward. I think The Mummy. The Mummy? Yeah. I really think The Mummy's going to... Because I think you're going to you're run into those people who like the Brandon Fraser ones. Mm. You're going to run into those really old-timer ones that really like the old movies. Mm-hmm. But I think this one is... Even with Tom Cruise, is going to be phenomenal. Yeah. I think it's going to catch a lot of people by surprise. Yeah, and if it does well, I mean, it could, could essentially well. reboot an entire you know series. Yeah. Yep. Here's open. That'd be fun. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with Logan. Uh, I know it's not necessarily maybe not a small movie, but I, it's, I think it's going to own March anyway. Um, the month of March, because I think it's pretty much the only thing in March. And I think it's going to be the best Wolverine movie yet. So, And it's one I'm definitely looking forward to. So. Yeah, I mean, those are both pretty decent choices. With The Mummy, that could exceed kind of our expectations and kind of you know, create, like, an, its own thing with Logan that, you know, definitely could be, like, the best of March and kind of, like, the best of the Wolverine series. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me personally, though, I'm going to go with Colossal just because it's such an out-there stoner concept <laughs> that I love <laughs> that I think if it's done right, it really could be, like, a cult classic. It could. Very well. Yeah. John? Um, 
I'm going to go a little odd. Like, I think there's going to be, like, kind of a sleeper cult following to this one. It's going to be Get Out. Mm-hmm. Because Jordan Peele, it's going to be, like, his directorial debut. Mm-hmm. And what's funny is watching this trailer reminds me of those uh, Key and Peele sketches where by the time it was over, you weren't quite sure if you were meant to laugh or if you would be disturbed. But either way, you got mm-hmm. something it is Deeper a little close to like across. a zombie skit yeah. So yeah, I mean it's like it's this trailer that I'm like I don't know if I should be laughing at it as a satire, if I should be terrified, but I know there's something deeper going on. Mm. So but I, at the same time like if it doesn't hit the mark in either it really right. could be I mean, one of those things. It's probably going to be one of those movies. It's not going to do very well. Um it's going to be over like it's it's not going to be the kind of film that people will be like, "Oh, I got to see this one." But it's going to be one that I think gets revisited a lot down the road. All right. That's fair. Um, so now that we've kind of gone over like the ones we expect to do well, which ones are we expecting to be like the biggest disappointments of the box office this year? <laughs> I think Jumanji. I mean, Jumanji? Oh, yeah. Well, I can't imagine that doing well following That's what Last I'm Jedi. So it's going after Last Jedi plus it's Jumanji. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we already got, we already got The Rock going to... Uh, Beach. No, no. Yeah. What, was, what was the other one? He went to the island... Oh, uh, Journey to the Journey Center, Center of the Earth. Earth. Yeah. Journey 2. Yeah, so we already <laughs> saw that one. That's basically what this feels like it's going to be. Yeah, it could be really similar to that. Yeah, so I'm going to say Jumanji. Right. Um, I think for me, if it doesn't do well, I think we might be looking at that for Kong Skull Island. Like, I think it could definitely do really well, but if it doesn't hit the marks it needs to and like people don't show up and they don't come back to see it like you could have that kind of falling far below its expectations possible <sighs> any other ideas on it um i'm gonna say i valerian and the city of a thousand planets <laughs> just because that title does not roll off the tongue i can't no. see people like going up and asking for a ticket for it as great as it looks mm. I just, I mean, it. Even it could if it's be a, a hard sell from it, a sci-fi standpoint. Yeah, and yeah. this is coming from somebody that loved uh, Hugo, and that was a movie that had like a hundred and seventy-five million dollar price tag to it. Mm. And you're trying to like tell all these kids, "Hey, you've got to see Hugo." No, <laughs> these yeah. kids like are not going to see it because they're not going to see a movie about a guy that used to make silent films. Mm. <laughs> so, Brian, yeah. any ideas? Uh, yeah. I... You know, I'm going to go, even though it might get a little bit of nostalgia, uh, especially from your, you know, the younger generation, I'm going to say Power Rangers is going to be a bust. Oh, yeah. Um, I can't imagine Because that it's not that. our story. It, it's, yeah, it's, not only is it not our story, but it just, it's going to be god-awful. Um, I don't see that being very, very well done at all. Um, yeah, like, I... Cool. I don't know what the budget they expect out of that to be, but I can't imagine it hitting anywhere close. Yeah. Like, unless they were really just doing that, like, out of someone's, like, backyard. Yeah, well, I, none of the actors, I think, are real well-known, so I know they didn't, probably didn't pay a lot for yeah. them. And so I don't know what they're expecting. They might hit what they're expecting to hit, but I, in my mind, it's, it's yeah, it's... it's yeah, it's I, I, I'm with you, man. I, I can't see that doing well. And Oh, and they spent $120 million on it, too. Really? Really? Yeah. I'm wow. amazed they spent that much on it, to be honest. Yeah, that's like if Saban was much. like hoping to like jumpstart a series here, like 
just because that one fan film came out last year. Like it's it's not going to happen. So. No, like ten million tops. That's yeah, all I would have spent on yeah, it. we might see another Fantastic Four reboot here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I could see that going really similar to that. Uh, all right, so which one of the films do we think is just going to be destroyed critically? Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, I can't uh, imagine that doing anything above like a 10 on Rotten Tomato. Uh, if that, that, they're lucky if it gets that. I'm going to go odd, and I'm just going to throw out Justice League in there because I've seen how the DC Cinematic Universe has gone with the critics. It depends if they keep to like the same like editing style we've seen. Uh, if if they, they clean that up, if they it has a chance of doing better. If they stay the course with how they keep doing movies... It's going to be ripped to shreds. Stay the course by overreacting and keep editing the shit out of everything. Yes. Yeah. I mean, and just keep trying to make things too dark and no, we're I mature. Know, I, I feel like you can do dark. It's just, you can do dark, but when you're smart about it and they're not smart about it. <laughs> I mean, at least make it to where you can kind of focus on the film at hand and not be jumping everywhere. Yeah. I mean, as, Anc- as Brink can say, Empire was dark. Yeah. That was done well. Yeah. Yep. You don't have... You can do dark and be mature yeah, yeah. All right. any ideas no <laughs> alright um, so I guess that's going to be the end of our podcast um, thank you for listening to us joining us um, feel free to share our links feel free to um, like subscribe like, yeah like subscribe, us on Facebook subscribe us subscribe feel share. free to comment we're trying to get better on like reacting back to those sort of things um we thank you for listening in and you know hope you enjoy yourself have a good night um thanks everyone for joining us thank you brian uh thank you sir thank you john um gotta try to get some sleep before i see the lego batman moving about oh. seven hours hope you Woo! Yeah. yeah thank you bat brian <laughs> thank I almost, you bat i almost <laughs> going batman i almost did <laughs> who are so, you who are I'm, you i'm so easily confused <laughs> 